Don't Fly Podcast. Rob, appreciate the love. To answer Le'Veon Bell as your fourth overall pick, you have the fourth pick out of a 10-man league. The only other question I would have, Daddy, is whether or not it's PPR points per reception, but without getting too deep or technical, even though we love going balls deep. I'm going to 100% agree with your assessment on Le'Veon Bell as that pick. Obviously, some would say no-brainer. Get a running back. If David Johnson drops and you want to have that kind of debate splitting hairs, I would say David Johnson... But either way, you're getting a running back who's also versatile in the passing game, going to get 40 to 60 catches um, projected this year, obviously more. Um, you know, even when teams are running behind, even though those two are good teams, Cardinals, Steelers, uh, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, even if their team is behind, they're going to still run their offense through them, operate through them. So it's a win-win either way. Um, my rule of thumb is always get a running back first round. That's Snappy Naps rule of thumb. Always get a running back first round. There aren't as many bell cows um, as far as getting 18 to 20 touches. Um, if you look at committees, maybe an Atlanta Falcons like last year, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, or a New York Jets squad, Matt Forte and Bilo Powell, those had two productive backs on their teams. But I'd rather go for the guaranteed touches, the bell cows. Um, and if, by the way, if you go for those committees, you gotta use up two roster spots for players that are on the same team, and I'm I'm not a fan for that either. Appreciate it, Rob. Holla at your boy. I need more questions. Somebody call in. And remember, Nappy Nap's not a hater of receivers. I just feel like you can always afford to go RB, second round RB, and then third round receiver. And really. Think about the guys that shined last year out of nowhere. As long as you're hustling a headhunter on the waiver wire, which is what I'm saying. Fantasy's not really about talent. It's it's a lot of luck. I call it lottery tickets. Save one if you can, too. But most players can only afford one bench spot. It's a trash spot. Every week, you just pick up a random handcuff for a, a wide receiver three. You never know. Maybe an injury might happen. You know, maybe a guy might get demoted and a guy might just blow up. And even if you don't have him on your squad, you might use him as trade bait. He goes high for two or three weeks. But anyways, I would recommend, especially this year and moving forward as 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 more running back committees, you know, become the staple of the NFL. Low amount of bell cows, get them early. Think of it as assets almost in fantasy ball. Get these guys early, ship them, trade them. You know, let the wide receiver thing play it out because they depend on someone else, the quarterback, you know, to get their points. Value. Let's all remember fantasy, at least to me or to many winners, it's all about value. And I don't even want to say a sets again like last time. What I mean is every year you get the sleeper, the following year you want to target him, but what's the problem? You have to spend a higher draft round on him. Probably a third round as opposed to getting him off the waiver wire the year before. And that's value. Some of these players, their value goes up. You got to find the next best deal. You got to headhunt for a deal, a flea market style. So guys that were gung-ho on Jamison Crowder last year, fuck yeah, that was a hell of a deal. But you're not getting Jamison Crowder off the waiver wire this year. You're getting him in the sixth, seventh round. 
Another great example is Cameron Meredith. I picked him up around uh, mid middle of the season, middle of the season, week eight. A converted quarterback. Had no idea this dude was gonna score how he did towards the last six weeks of the season. Helped me to my third championship fantasy football in five years. And as much as I hate to talk about it, think about the guys that didn't put out that we drafted high last year. Um, Keenan Allen unfortunately got injured. Brendan Marshall didn't fulfill as the number one after Decker went down for the Jets. So the receiver position, it's it, you know, it obviously it's dependent on the quarterback for him to get his points, which is part of the reason I, I always lean heavy towards running back and receivers. They sort themselves out. Middle of the season, you can find waiver wire pickups. Three quarters into the season, bye weeks, you can find um, waiver wire heroes. Running backs, it's a little tougher. But always look for the deal. Always find the value. Look for a handcuff. A Derrick Henry at the end of your draft. It's more valuable than a DeMarco Murray who's going on another season with almost 300 plus touches. You know, been going for that at the end of the beginning of the second round. Find your value. Holla at your boy. Get some questions in the balls deep football. One illusion of value is brand names. You know that bootleg made in China. Talk about you know if she Asian and she got that Gucci around her waist, uh, slanged around her arm. Trust me, or that, that Burberry on them feet. She probably got them from her cousins overseas. <laughs> or it might be real. She might be stunned like that, you know? But anyways, everybody falls victim to a brand name. Um, this year, brand names that are lo no longer appealing, which, you know, but they were years before. Think Jamal Charles. This guy is just, let's give him another chance. Let's give him another chance. And sometimes he would come back and rebound. But uh, finally he's out. He's uh, duped us for the last time last year. Um, thinking and Allen. He's on that verge. I wouldn't say he's there yet, but he's on the verge. Um, Big Ben Roethlisberger. I believe his name is a brand name now. Not necessarily his fault, but he is aging. He does take a lot of hits. He's been contemplating retirement. Um, now, now let's talk about towards the future, moving forward. Some brand names you may want to avoid. Um, I don't know, when Adrian Peterson... A lot of people will say, ah, AP's done. Um, then again, if there's one person that's going to challenge Father Time, it's going to be Adrian Peterson, a.k.a. AD all day. But like I mentioned earlier, value, getting Adrian Peterson the seventh round, reaching for him maybe in the sixth, that's a hell of a dice to roll for a quality back who was, you know, a top five pick for the last eight, ten years. We've been playing fantasy football pretty much since since we've all entered the game. Um, pretty much. But yeah, them brand names, watch out. Remember, we from H-Town, Balls D Football. I went to Cali uh, two years ago. Somebody gave me some of that in and out and I thought that shit was trash. I didn't really say much, though, but it sounded like an overpriced Sonic. I'm not, I'm sorry, it tasted like overpriced Sonic. Um, but hey, it's that brand name, baby. Maybe Whataburger tastes the same to them.